1: Hello listeners and welcome to this preview of the Patreon exclusive podcast episode. I wanted to quickly point out actually that this is only the preview. So if you're a supporter of the podcast, you'll obviously get the whole thing. A couple of people didn't realize this and were still some reason listening to the preview when they have access to the full version. And the best way to get that is through a unique podcast feed link which allows you to access those exclusive podcasts just like any other pod. There's more info at bit.ly slash more pod feed. And of course, if you're a regular listener and you're catching this as a preview, you may want to join up and listen to the full version. So you can do that. It's available for just $3 a month at bit.ly slash more pod. Right, let's get on because there's loads to discuss even in this preview. I'm your host, Ben, and you're listening to the Foot Weekly podcast brought to you by Foothead and our patrons. Hello and welcome to week twenty-two of the Foot Weekly podcast. Joining me, as is regularly the case, Japes FIFA. How are we doing, Japes?
2: I am just wonderful. You know, having the uh moment of my life, if you will. Now, happy to be <laughs>
0: happy to be back on the pod.
1: Good to hear. And uh, joining us this week, it's great to have Chew Boy back. Chew, how are
0: we? I'm doing all right. Just um here, not affording a prime moment icons uh, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a great <laughs> feeling that's
1: definitely good
2: fortunately time. Chu you're not
1: alone yeah <laughs> <laughs> at this stage there really won't be many perhaps your uh, big comedian friend Trevor Noah Chu would be one of the few people getting their hands on them I know he's uh he's a very serious foot player isn't he
0: oh yeah he's actually um really into FIFA and he's really good at FIFA as well I think his highest is 26 wins in weekend league I want to say uh, last year mm. Actually likes to do rival objectives, which is super weird. I tell him every day that. So I wonder what kind of moments he has. I actually haven't like talked to him since moments came out. So it'll be interesting to see what Mm. kind of players he has, but he's probably going to afford a couple.
1: Mm. I'll have to get him on the pod to do some reviews. And I think you were saying before that he does a lot of the objectives. So talking of serious foot action, I wanted to first get into what EA are up to with winter refresh (laughs) because it's a big departure from, well, a relatively big departure compared to what we were expecting in some ways for future stars. You know, it came and went in a way which was pretty much anticipated. There was a nice addition of the objectives, which a lot of people did do and uh, seemed to have got on with and actually whether they enjoyed actually doing the objectives, I don't know, but some of the players were good fun having, having played with them. And then we also had headliners which was again pretty straightforward in terms of what we would expect from that promo this year uh, and team of the year as well there's been some nice additions to those feels like they've been built on since last year but winter refresh winter upgrades hits pretty different and actually hasn't necessarily gone down that well uh, the first thing that they've done I suppose is not upgraded players in the same way as previously uh, we had a few conversations on the pod about how you know you get players getting upgraded. traders are mad plus one traders are yeah <laughs> very mad plus ones and plus twos I mean basically anyone who's overall have been increased in the squad files in regular FIFA would have seen an upgrade in foot no matter how small now it's just limited to players who've had a plus three and then with those plus three players the special cards are also upgraded if the base card exceeds that special card. So not all players will will see that. And basically this is causing some controversy. It's also a significant change to how things worked in the past. I was kind of interested to know from you, is this a decision partly maybe about bandwidth? Because yes, it's frustrating and I would have liked to have seen a couple of my players get a plus one or plus two some of my special items. But then I'm thinking, well, actually I do remember in previous years people just moaning because it was only a plus one on like, five stats or something like that so with your insider hat on is it going to be something which was taking them a long time to sort out and to organize and they thought well actually you know we can put it into something else which is going to be we think more exciting and we think going to make us more money
0: well i I think it's part of it because i remember i mean people won't believe me again for some reason the fact that i actually worked at the company makes people not want to believe me but i'm like why would you believe me when i actually did the thing we're talking about, but whatever. That's the FIFA community for you. Yeah, it's such a, oh man, I don't <laughs> understand that. Look, it's, um, you know, the, the content team is not like, it's not like a huge content team. I want to say like usually in my time, it was like, you know, three, four guys. And um, sometimes with uh, upgrades, like the bandwidth, it, it, it does take quite a while to do. I remember the last time I did upgrades, I actually had to come in on the weekend to help the producers do the upgrades because I knew that it was just like, so ridiculous for them to get done at the time Mm. Uh, and we wanted to get it done by a certain point because of course community was getting um you know they they wanted like asap so i remember coming on the weekend and shout out to angry nate who who ordered um cheeseburger pizza that had pickles on it it was the most disgusting thing oh. i've ever eaten oh yeah oh. yes Bro. exactly pickled on pizza it was the worst so yeah i mean when i look at all the stuff that came out it was a pretty it was one of the biggest days of content to be honest mm. um that we've had so far in fifa 20 i mean just looking at the at the list of things that were dropped we had the icon moments which is a huge release on its own I mean, that is uh, probably one of the biggest promos on its own. Winter Refresh promo cards, the upgrades themselves, POTM Holland, Politano upgrade, League SBC Verdi, and then the kit. So for three, four people to get that done, that's a pretty ridiculous day. I know, again, outside of outside of ea you know people on twitter be like oh uh, you know lazy or whatever i mean guys lazy developer is the stupidest thing i've ever heard i used to say that before i worked at ea i used to be the guy i mean twitter wasn't really around but i used to be the guy in kotaku articles in the comment section saying oh these developers are lazy then i worked at a game company there's very little such thing as a lazy developer so they're literally just doing what they actually can with the people that they're given Mm. And they usually work to the limit, which was always the case, um, I felt, when I was uh, on Ultimate Team. So I think, yeah, part of it was a way to kind of like limit the amount of work that they needed to do because they had so much other work to do. I would have liked to seen it being a list, like include plus two upgrades. I thought that plus one, I can kind of understand because i never you really noticed the difference a lot of the times if i'm being honest with a plus one it's Mm. when it goes to a plus two that i'm like okay then yeah okay Mm. this guy feels different so i wish plus two was included but i mean they went with plus three and they kept it to 50 players and yeah that that feels to me a bit of um resource balance uh, load management if you guys watch a basketball <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean as you say people like to claim developers and things like that but it, yes, it's more yes, about so. the, the number of people that they have right in, in employment there um, because yeah, the more people you know, the more you can do and, and it's up to the bosses at EA to be like well let's spend more money here increase the amount of content we can put out and hope that we make more money that way but it's that kind of thing that we've talked with you two about before where I think that from what I kind of understand I think the content team probably is too small they should be given more bandwidth to do more stuff because it makes enough money for the company so why not oh, yeah. just uh, give them give them more like you would uh, think
0: uh, you would think yeah
1: <laughs> Jake, how do you feel about the upgrades change
2: i don't actually think i care
1: yeah i think that's a fair point
2: part of me feels like not getting the one or two upgrades is it's just not that big of a deal. Like, yeah, they're having a Mm. good season, but are they having like a, a, like to me, it's like, are they having a season where it's clear that the rating they were given at the start of the game is wrong? That's kind of the thing to me. Like Robert Lewandowski getting like a plus one or something, it's like he's still an 89 rated striker. He's still rated as the top striker in the Bundesliga, one of the top number nines in the world on the game. So, like, does he need that plus one? Like, I, for me, the answer is no. So, that doesn't really bother me in that sense. I think for the, I was, mind you, annoyed that like Adama Traore's headliner didn't get upgraded because part of me feels like the way the whole system with upgrading their like special cards of that player, it's clear their rating was wrong and the special cards should almost always be guaranteed some level of upgrade. So I was disappointed Mm -hmm. not to see that.
1: That's a fair point. I guess we've talked about upgrades then. Let's talk about what they did in terms of producing a squad of players. This is not something they've done before for winter Although they did do one to watch previously, right? I can see why they moved away from one to watch, to be honest, too, as well. You know, when they did one to watch in the past, it's basically just been them releasing cards which maybe one or two got one upgrade. I mean, last year yeah. it was also a dire squad. Like there was nobody even worth looking at in that squad. There isn't loads of football left in the season for these players to get decent upgrades. And you look at where the kind of power creep or the curve of good player goes you know they need to be getting these upgrades pretty quick to, in order to be usable so what they did instead was just bring out a squad of players it's a winter refresh squad it's confusing in terms of how they've chosen the players because it seems like there's a number of different criteria you've got transferred cards but you've also got some cards which haven't been transferred if you look in the q a it's basically around the idea that they fill gaps in the squad so you know if mm. you're running an italian team Florenzi's gonna be by far the best right back option
2: <laughs> we were having a laugh earlier, weren't
1: we, Japes, about the price on that Bruno Fernandez?
0: Oh my
2: god! Yeah, I, uh, Manchester United <laughs> fans are out of their minds. But I think I think Chu <laughs> he could says probably is hey, hey, that. <laughs> hey, look, look, look,
0: look, look! We have not had a good card all year. It's this so was our true. First good card for such a big team, and he links to Ronaldo. So you got the nostalgia thing. It was like, oh my god, it's mm. like when Ronaldo used to play for United. Let me make a past and present team. Ah, you know, yeah, just. Throw, throw us a boat here, man. Throw all it. right, all right. You,
2: right? You've, you've talked yeah. me into it you, with that rousing argument. I'm totally convinced <laughs> that.
0: He's not a bad card. Like, I think he's he's like 800K yeah. maybe. He's quite yeah, unique, I don't, I don't yeah, think he's a bad he's, card he's, at all. Yeah.
2: Um, And uh, in fact, I think, you know, you could argue that he's actually like a Pretty decent card. The question I have for you, though, Chu, and I mentioned this on Twitter yesterday, being that they're saying that his top-rated inform at the moment is 87 rated, and he was given this 89. If he were to go out and get another inform, will that inform be an 88?
0: Yeah, it'll be an 88. They're not going to go past the winter refresh, I don't think. Because, I mean, look at, like, Ben Yetter, who just got the 88 POTM, but then he just got an inform after those 87, so.
1: And Scream cards, they've treated like independent as well in the same way so yeah i think it would be an 88 did you want to pick anyone out there
0: uh i mean bruno fernandez but
1: um
0: (laughs) honestly (laughs) that's not happening yeah no honestly like i was looking at the you know i was doing an analysis of the squad in depth and it's actually like a pretty good overall squad i have to shout out herrera Mm. the window refresh herrera is actually ridiculous for 50k he's Mm. like got 90 kante stats and he's 50k because i guess nobody thinks the Mexican Lynx will help, but um, they got good cards like that. I would say for the most part, I would say there's only like three bad cards out of the whole team. Ibra's kind of weird because he's going to be overpriced, but he doesn't mm. really fit the way the gameplay is. You know, if this was FIFA 19, that would be like one of the most insane cards ever. And yeah, I thought it was all right, honestly. Like, I kind of like that they... I mean, people, I guess people are looking at it differently where they're just like, oh, this makes no sense. Like, oh, what are these players doing? Like, why are these players here? Like, I I wish there was more of a criteria that they, like a strict criteria that they had. Like, it was Hmm. just transferred players because that's really good because it's like, yeah, winner, one to watch was dead. Like, come on. Like, it's never been good ever. So this actually gives the players who transfer, like, a, a bigger reason for us to want them. And I mean, we're not gonna act like we don't want more cards. Like, we want more cards. Like, stop acting (laughs) like they're, you know. Like, I I, I don't don't think people act, the whole point of the game is to buy packs, I know, but it's like, at the same time, don't act like you don't want more cards. Like, we want more cards.
1: I'd say one card that I used early on, who was actually really good, who surprised me, is um, Burnett. And this card oh, amazing. yeah. So, yeah.
0: I that that was if,
2: if you were going to toss it to me, Ben. Yeah, sorry, Jeff. that's the exact <laughs> who, who card that choose? I was, yeah, <laughs> which I expected you to now. The uh, Burnett's certainly like with a shadow on him, he looks super solid. And finally, you have like the opportunity to have a strong. I mean, yes, with Mbappe, you could have if you did the moments, Lala, that was an option, but. Bernat gives you that easy link to Neymar in a four-five-one. the Neymar's base card, and for, what is he at, like 60k, he has arguably better stats than Alphonso Davies, Marcelo, in some ways Tyranny, better than a lot of these guys, and he's unbelievably well-priced for that, so a card that I'll likely, towards the end of this promo, go out and pick up just to toss in my club, and in case that I need that link somewhere down the road, I'll have him.
0: I think he's Just the link to Neymar is worth it alone, I think. Yeah, I think that's a good card.
1: And uh, that Schulz looks really good. It's a weird one, though, because his technical stats are so much worse than uh, Bernat's. Bernat's technical stats are pretty phenomenal, like a short passing dribbling. They're all really, really good. But the Schulz is more of a kind of tanky left back. And to be honest, I don't know what you think about this, Japes, but actually I don't see a massive advantage this year in having like a really tall, strong left back the smaller ones seem to be pretty decent
2: yeah i i mean i used Lothar mateos's 88 rated cb card as a cb and he was totally fine and he is like not great jumping and it just didn't seem to be a problem at all mm. so small center backs like bring them on why not
1: yeah it's a, it's a decent squad there's like a few cards which you're like why did you put them in but you know you've got a case to set every type of player and uh, it's not too bad I feel like there's not really anyone we've missed particularly. That I mean, obviously, you've got Eriksson is the other always the highest rated one in there, and he looks all right. But for some reason, Ericsson has never really been very good for me. Whenever I've used even the best cards of his, so one of those things. I'm sure someone will enjoy him. Uh, so let's um, move on to some similar questions around this. Jeppy is asking: the market seems higher than last year. And he's wondering what's changed to cause the jump in the prices of players overall this year. Every promo launches with the majority of cards extremely expensive to the point where new cards in the packs are almost ignorable for him. It's interesting, actually, because, yeah, I suppose we, we did have some particularly high prices when the team first dropped. Japes, do you think there could be any kind of reason for this? And does it, is it a concern? I feel like this has kind of always been the case, though. No, I, I feel like in a lot of promos you end up with really, really quite high especially if they're hyped like Ibrahimovic.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's there's a low supply to begin with. So I, I would say that's not particularly surprising that that's the case because there hasn't been anything to like crash the market. So it's pretty predictable, I'd say at this point for how promos are, where you have a limited supply to begin with and bar like... If you could maybe snag a deal day one, the price will balloon going into weekend as players like want to use the cards for weekend league that just came out and start to crash Sunday night into the end of the Probo with like a little bit of a dip. Uh, Maybe the bot they bottom out on like Wednesday evening thursday morning i guess before you know as people are getting the rewards Mm. with the last i suppose thursday mornings people are getting their rewards but you know until we see a an icon sbc that's worthwhile i think we're going to follow this like same pattern and uh the market's just going to kind of continue inflating and uh these these promos the the cards are going to be pretty consistent with how their prices react
1: yeah i think that's definitely true and i think you've got to factor in as well that I think they've been much smarter this year about getting hyped players into promos and they don't necessarily have to be the most meta players for people to pay over the odds for them. I mean, Ibrahimovic is an example, not a massive bump on his scream, but people are excited because, you know, he's got that transfer and he's Ibrahimovic. So there is that element, I think too, that this year they've been much better at putting desirable players, whether it's because of real life uh, attachment or because of them being, Uh, great for the meta into packs and so that's going to mean that you'll see quite high initial prices and then fall i guess over time probably but then you'll see very low prices on some of the fringe cards like we talked about herrera and bernat who are not obvious meta cards but are going to be effective and great value as well and uh, talking about great value what definitely isn't great value is icon moments at the moment because they are Very overpriced because they've just entered packs. It's slightly strange to see so many people saying on Twitter that they're crazy overpriced and it's ridiculous that you have to pay 300 million to have these moments players in your team when they've literally been out for a couple of days. The good thing, if you're a player who can't afford these cards, although it might not look like it now, in the longer term, such a significant drop of loads of cards that are very much more usable, linkable, etc. than what we've had previously, although they're expensive at the moment, means that as they come down in price, the other cards in the game will become more available for you to use as they replace the likes of, you know, Inform Mbappe, etc. with Icon Moments players, although it might not seem like at the moment they will drop quite significantly because if you look now at the Prime Icon cards that came out only a few months ago, those are about the same price, Maybe quite significantly cheaper than they were last year at this time the view of the community is somewhat skewed by the fact that the top three or four are significantly more expensive but this has naturally brought up that debate again about whether icon swaps have been the way to go whether icon sbcs were better pace of a tortoise asks do you all agree that icon sbcs were better no real complaints about ea trying something new but this now clearly does not let us get the best cards in the game hope it changes in my
2: like complaints that you've seen on twitter at least this past week have been twofold one about the point of the prime icon moment quote unquote promo because i wouldn't actually call this any sort of a promotion i would just say the release of prime icons and i think it's the way it's packaged and my complaint is that 99 percent of the user base is never going to have access to these cards that you're Putting into the game right now. There's no way. And so, me as a player who, sure, I'm going to be able to use some Prime Icon Moments cards. I can go out and buy a couple right now. But the goal here was to make icons accessible and usable for everyone at the start of the year. How does this help do that?
1: Well, find out in the full version of this week's Foot Weekly podcast, Week 22, available now on Patreon for just $3 a month. Yes, that is the same, as I said last week, as the cost of a rare consumable pack. And you get more than double the amount of Foot Weekly podcast action. And in this particular episode, we go on to discuss much more around Icon SBC's icons and actually about the power curve in the game and how it's differed to previous years. Also, Scoldie's on, and he gives some great tips around pressing pressure and talks about the formations he used to get to the Tuesday night football final ahead of the likes of Tex and others. So, if you want to do that, support the pod. Keep it weekly as we're incredibly managing to do because of that support. Head over to bit.ly slash more pod. So bit.ly slash more pod. A huge thanks, as I said, to all those patrons and to those icon patrons. Dave B, Shane W, The Supreme Sumo, Thomas, Hunter B, Martin M, Chris W, Matt L, Anthony R, Also Ran, DJ FIFA Player, Robbie S, Sam R, Tom B, Cody R, Christopher L, Yannick H, David S, Hugh J, Stephen F, Andrew L M, Jimmy, Craig M, Nick Jack M, Christopher R, Mohammed F C, Tenacious C, Jonathan P, Elliot M, Alistair, Paul, Dominic, Rob P, Paul S, Damon H, Jason BD, Adam W, Pobius, Jeff B, Andrew T, Roger D, Dan W, Matt H, Alan M, Savage P, At Pace of a Tortoise, and Sam M.G. A huge thanks for keeping this podcast going, and I'll catch you on the next one.
2: Come stay and play at Live Casino and Hotel. Welcome to one of the biggest casinos in the country with luxurious clean rooms, upscale dining, and the grandest payouts. Now offering stay and play and all in packages, including $50 free slot play,
0: That last song was dedicated to everyone who missed it because they were in the bathroom changing their tampon. And the next 12 hours of songs are for anyone who's trying the Diva Cup for the first time and is currently kicking back with uninterrupted period protection. Sound good to you? Check out the world's number one menstrual cup for yourself at shopdiva.com and get 10% off with code RADIO10. Conditions apply.